is a poetry collective gathering monthly community event that happens in Denver, Colorado at the Crossroads Theater in Five Points. This series is an After FM exclusive that gives you a look inside to see what Slam Nuba is. I started this project selfishly out of a love for Slam Nuba, but also I have not been to a Slam Nuba event in maybe two years, and I felt really bad about it. So this is my, this is my uh, repentance, this is my apology project to Slam Nuba to say, I'm sorry, it's been a while. I'd like to help any way I can. And uh, my name is Sean, and we're calling it the Slam Nuba presented by KGNU series, After FM exclusive. Sit back, listen, I hope you enjoy it. Slam Nuba is amazing. If you are listening to this and you don't know what Slam Nuba is, I am going to stop talking, bring in our guests, bring in the live footage from the first Slam Nuba that I recorded for you all to hear, and we're going to splice up the interview, splice up the footage, hopefully gives you a good example of what Slam Nuba is and why you should go. This series is going to touch on everything Slam Nuba, from what is poetry, what is Slam poetry, is there a difference between Slam poetry and poetry, and why Slam Nuba says we cut heads, which you'll find out in this episode or later episodes. So listen up, this is the After FM exclusive Slam Nuba KGNU Presents series. This is part one. We're calling it Introduction to Slam Nuba. My name is Sean. Thanks so much. Let's just go across the board, introduce yourself, what's your role with Slam Nuba, how long have you been with Slam Nuba, kind of your, just your history with Slam Nuba. You can go as long as you want or as short as you want. Uh, Johnny Osai started attending Slam Nuba in 2012, made the team in 2014, and then I was Slam Master 2015 and 2016, and now I'm back to hoping to be on the team. My name is Hoser. 2012 was my first year on the team. It, it was wild. I, I started going to open mics when I was around 16, 17 years old. And Slam Nuba was kind of like the, the, the coolest spot to go to, you know, like the, the kind of like the, the the place if you really wanted to see some some, some like really dope, dope poetry, you would go to, to, to there. And if you wanted to be competitive and participate in slams, and, and if you wanted to slam against the best poets in the city, mm. you went to Slam Nuba straight up when i first got in there i remember it used to be so packed you couldn't even get on the open mic list and so i was just hoping that that one day yeah. <laughs> i'd be able to get up on the open mic list and then i luckily showed up an hour early and i signed up for the list i remember like within five five minutes it was full uh both slam list and open mic list um i i read a poem and it was it was wild. I, I never I never felt so much energy before, and so that kind of kept me going back. Of course, it's the only. I mean, it's always kind of been like the team 
that like a lot of the, the folks of color or the poets of color I actually always kind of gravitated towards this team for some reason it, it was kind of unique and so the, you know I, I, I've been glad to be one of the few Latino or Chicano poets to kind of cross over from other from other uh, scenes and, and, and go into the Slam Nouveau. So I, I love being on the team. Okay, Slam Nouveau! Slam Nouveau! Cafe Nouveau? All right. So, like I said at the beginning of this, this was born from the womb of Cafe Nouveau. So anytime someone says Cafe Nouveau, you started off in the poetry scene around like 2012 and I was mostly doing youth team stuff with minor disturbance and then I didn't really go to Slam Nuba till about like late 2013 early 2014 and uh, it was like Hoser said it was kind of like a fantasy like I was like oh my gosh I'm here at Slam Nuba I didn't even try to read a poem till later in 2014 just because I was really timid uh, around that and um, but when I did it gave me a huge confidence boost and um, it just it really filled me and filled my spirit and in 2015 I got on the team and I was also on the team last year in 2016 and that was a really amazing experience now I am one of the co-slam masters and executive directors of Slam Nuba. The next person we have coming up to slay your life is Of the earth. 
I'll sweat, season the stock market, spice things up on the gun range, I'll love. Bathe Wall Street, sidewalks, dance floors, classrooms, views. America is South Africa, Florida just this past year in 2016 and uh, I ended up getting on the Slam Nuba team. I was on the Mercury Cafe Slam team the year before uh, and went to nationals with them and slammed and when I came back just felt like uh, my spirit kind of gravitated to Slam Nuba and that's where I wanted to contribute my energy and just time to and so Tolu and I became co-Slam Masters executive directors and uh, 
it's been pretty fun. Could you give us like a quick history on Slam Nuba? We we had the the, the sort of like a, a division in the city <laughs> um, within the poetry community, and it still exists in my opinion to a degree. The, the, the separation goes along with the, the segregation of the city itself, right? And so of course in this in this particular neighborhood, right, we had this open mic called Cafe Cultura, which is the, the Latino or the Hispanic open mic, right, which was created specifically to voice because a lot of folks felt like there was a space for for for, for white poets to express themselves, but not necessarily for other other poets of color to express themselves. So then Slam Nuba was kind of created and birthed as sort of like that response in a way, or or, or created to 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 create a, a safe for for folks of color who wanted to 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 express themselves in this way. And so um, it was started originally as this. It, it, what uh, they call uh, Cafe Nuba, uh, it's it's hot and it's black was the callback, and so I think the callback was pretty self-explanatory. Um, it, it was it was popping. It was uh, you know like the it was in the East Side or, or the Five Points neighborhood in, in in the old in the little cafe right next to the Crossroads Theater. Uh, so it was a tiny little like cafe, different vibe, um, and. Um, it was all the all the poets of color. It was coming out, and they were all all spitting. And I, cats used to be kind of intimidated to go to those venues because they felt like their work was never appreciated because it all had to do with experiences that other people, you know, white people necessarily didn't understand or racism card. You know, like folks felt like that's all people wrote about in, in that sense. And so those narratives were much more appreciated. <laughs> basic things that we need to take cues from our ancestors. Number one, the fact that you are participating in this open mic, this is all good and showy and people practice, but the original words came from uh, expression, from pain, from self-care, from mental health. So, create. In this time when everybody's saying resist, I'm going to tell you to resist and create. I'm going to tell you to resist and create as self-care. I'm going to tell you to as self-care, be good as self-care, engage in hugs as self-care, remember your magic as self-care, okay? Support other people who are using this as a number one, a way to live, a way to feed their faces and their children to pay the light bills, but also support this art form because this is the only way that some of us made it out alive. Some of you guys really dig me, and that's awesome. I was only here as a survivor of a colonized in America. I am a black woman with native ancestry, so my people almost didn't make it. And I'm a survivor of child rape, child molestation, rape as a young woman, homelessness, and just being black with a vagina. And the only way that I am is because of this kind of thing like art. So make sure you're supporting these people for real, for real. And also make sure you're supporting yourself by engaging in these things, okay? Yeah. Okay, okay. We are here because we are selected. This is the open mic and we're coming to the end. And we got a couple people who are going to the end. We're here because we're going to select a representative for the Women of the World competition. So let me break some things down. Women of the World Poetry Slam is an international performance poetry tournament designed for individual competition where poets will perform four poems of varying length during preliminary bouts. The top poets will go on to the finals to compete for the title of 2017 Women of the World Champion. About rounds are four minutes, one minute, two minutes, three minutes, yeah. okay? So tonight, this is what we're here to do. They're going to shed blood tonight. Yeah, They're yeah. going to shed blood. Yeah. 
you are all disgusting people because you came to watch it. It's like, bro. After Cafe Nuba, um, so Slam Nuba started within Cafe Nuba. And then uh, after a while, the founder of Cafe Nuba, Ashara, um, moved out to California. And so that's how Cafe Nuba kind of uh, dissolved in a way, but uh, was really actually just replaced by Slam Nuba. Mm. And so Slam Nuba and Cafe Nuba became like two very different things. And then Slam Nuba started up with the first Slam team. Susie Q. Smith was the first Slam master of Slam Nuba. And then um, after that, it just kept rolling, kept going. Can you give you the process from open micer to how do you go to nationals? Uh, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. The, the, yeah, yeah. The, there's an overarching organization called Poetry Slam Incorporated. So venues like Slam Nuba, Mercury Cafe, here, here in Colorado Springs, across the nation, you register your venue with that organization. And that's, that's the beginning. You know, that's your foot in the door. And, and then there's these... Uh, then for the tournaments, the venues get to register, like for the individual tournaments, you get to register one participant. And for the, the team tournaments, you get to send one team. You know, and that that's basically the beginning. Where does the kind of like, I'm new to Slam Nuba, I'm just an open micer. From that process, how do you become part of the, like, because you guys are, how did you describe it? You're... So it's a slam poetry team, and basically um, it's kind of like a point-based system. So uh, if you're an open micer, the best way to get on the team and start competing in national competitions is to start slamming. So slam is kind of like the game that we play with poetry. Being on the open mic, um, you're you're not as constrained because within slam there are certain rules that I guess make it more fun and I guess raise the stakes a little bit and so basically you would start slamming and acquiring points and then once you qualified for the Grand Slam which is a slam that we have every year around March or April once you qualified for that you'd be able to slam for the team and then you get together as a team the top five um, actually six because there's always an alternate member the top six people from the Grand Slam form the new Slam Nuba team and then you spend time together, you go to regional competitions, all in preparation for the National Poetry Slam that goes on in August. The next person to come and slay your whole entire spirit is Asante Yushoku! Lady Gaia and told me to embody her beauty, so I walked tall, 
wide hips, and extra weight to nurse the children I would carry. And as they grew, I taught them. Taught the young, the small, the weak, taught them plenty. They came to my crown and asked me how to run their nations. Aristotle, Plato, Socrates, sucked from the supple breast of my knowledge. Little did I know when I turned my back, they whip slave ships into it and create this Bible that blamed me for the expulsion from the Garden of Eden. But there was no snake that tempted me to leave the promised land. I'm pretty sure those were your guns, chains, and aggression. So was it fruits or the middle passage that closed Eden's gate? This Bible. That tells me childbirth is a curse and I am the cause. Well, I am sorry. Sorry that I broke my back to carry your children. If you ever dared to ask me, I call you the curse. I've been called temptress. But it was you who shook me naked, called me bitch, and made me hit my knees until I knew what forbidden fruit really tasted like. And the abuse didn't stop after Lincoln. It was just heavily disguised as the media, tossing me a pair of booted shorts and telling me to sway my hips to the room to the rhythm of Lynch ancestors because it reminds racists of a better time. They never look me in the eyes because they want me to forget that I have them. Ah, so that I can ignore the Planned Parenthoods that hung around my black neighborhoods with advertisements, making them as appealing as easy bake ovens to child Hitler. I have been waiting for the UN to step in and label it genocide, but I have only met with government officials planting cocaine into my son's body until he is addicted, in jail, or dead. I know why they do it. They see her image in me and they fear my power. They sold me as commodities so that I would forget what I was worth. But you should have smashed my mirrors first. Did you think I couldn't see? I am the beauty of gold in body. Black skin as beautiful as the galaxies they stole from my libraries, but not from my eyes. You can keep your idealistic paintings of me, but you will never bleach my skin or straighten my hair. Forbid the native drums of my tongue, but you will never quiet the lavish language of my dance. I will never lose my kicks, my fight, my fire. Save your cat calls for those deserving, because I do not play with rats. You will call me, you will call me goddess. Or you will not address me at all. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say the difference between poetry and slam poetry? Well, I mean, it's a common is that that's what, I, that's what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, there, I would like I would love an explanation. There, or, there is no difference in terms of the the craft itself, but but the game. What the game does is it puts the choice and the discretion in the hands of the audience. They choose what they like. They choose what they want to hear. So the highest scoring poets in the first round go on to the next round, and you hear from them again. And the highest scoring poets go on to the next round, and you hear from them again. So it's really the audience gets to decide, as opposed to an open mic where you're just subject to whatever they're going to say. Okay, <laughs> you know? okay, okay. And, okay. There, and there's, there's time limits and stuff, too, so... The artist is forced to to say it all in three minutes, or okay, or two minutes, or one minute, as sometimes the case is. You know, yes. Just to okay, I was just kind of just to deconstruct it. It's like it's like stand up and improv. It's like right. It's the same. It's the comedy. <laughs> it's comedy. comedy. It's all comedy. It's just you're just seeing it in a different way. Exactly. Um, okay.
by men who know how hospitality works. <laughs> wow, you're really sweating when you go on an invitation. That tea cake out very fat. I just wanted to save you from that asshole. So where's your man? No, in order to get tips, you gotta hold conversations. I know you're tired and you're trying to go home, but I'm a man and I know what men want. Do you trust me? You're not gonna make any money if you don't dress a little sexier. I keep setting $5 just to lick it. I mean, I've never been a stripper, but I go to a lot of clubs. I mean, I used to. I'm married now. Mind, you stupid fine, but me and rules don't get along. What do you mix with? No, you gotta entertain them, you know? Some of these girls are bitches who think they all that, but you don't see them that way. Wow, I'm surprised you gave me the same name twice. You got kids, huh? You in college, huh? That you drinking is nasty. You want another one? I can take you away from all this. You got pretty feet. You can trust me. Come on, I'll take care of you. Slam Nuba is usually the last Friday of every month at the Crossroads Theater, and uh, it, it usually starts off with uh, an, an open mic, and then uh, we ha whoever wants to sign up on the open mic will perform, and then we'll bring a feature. Uh, Slam Nuba has a, 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 a reputation for just bringing very reputable poets that come, and a lot of them from out of town, a lot of them from in town, because Denver is looked at in the poetry uh scene in the country as one of the strongest scenes in the country so and then uh it'll move into a slam so the way we do our slams uh to qualify for wowps or eye whips or uh team selection is head to head so uh you know i'll go then hoser will go and then the audience will be like apollo style who who, who they like best cheer for and then, you know, we'll break, and that's about our show. But tonight is uh, particularly interesting because it is uh, our Woman of the World Poetry Slam Rep Selection Slam. So we're going to be picking who's going to represent Slam Nuba and also Denver at the Woman of the World Poetry Slam, which will be in Dallas, Texas in March this year. And so the way the bout style is set up is it starts off with a four-minute round. Uh, f you know, f all poets will go and do four-minute poems, and then it'll go from highest to lowest to a one-minute round. So you got to do one-minute poems, and then a two-minute round, and three-minute round, and so on and so on. And then the, the person who wins will be our our 2017 uh, rep. And... Cool. Is a is one of one of the probably the most exciting weekends in the city. Your next person coming up to rock the world is Tolupa Go. Black girl, French maid, thick rope lips wrapped around future swole breasts. 
sassy favorite accountant, colony in Jordan River, Mississippi pool eyes, your favorite one night mistake, wifey for real, pussy in a jar, red lipstick engineer, blood on veneer, blood on canvas, cinnamon stick blushing, the one who stayed, big belly gold womb, panther aesthetic, gap teeth swallow your whole life, position power, queen bitch honor thesis, Fetish for the meat of it. Woo. The sweetest meal is the one you have killed yourself. Resistance makes my body a spear. They will still try to eat the knife of me for the beauty of it. Love how I make them bleed. Nails in their skin and they still call me a delicacy. Eat me, eat me, eat us. Crack teeth on this skin. Sour to the colonizer's stomach. This is how the world tried to write a biological biography. They still can't finish. Still can't consume completely. Won't emancipate what they can't understand. Gaslight like the fire won't take them too. Still think they got some semblance of control. I smile like fresh waters and demise. Cackle in their faces. Ask black hole questions. They'll call us crazy. What's a girl to do? Different people respond to different things, and uh -huh. so the ability to test your poems out on just different uh, rooms and environment of people, it's its priceless for the young poet. Uh -huh. And uh, I think really what uh, why it stopped being like that from the days Hoser was running around is just that our connection with the youth poets mm. have kind of uh, funneled out, or not even youth poets, but it's just the poets who are interested and intrigued. Mm. Uh, I know a lot of times they get intimidated by slam, mm. or and because Denver's so reputable and has so many dope poets in 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 home, that uh, it, it kind of scares away yeah. the people who are who are interested. Huh. Just, oh, interesting. So the barrier is like kind of high, which is a good thing, I guess, right? Just because you want someone to like really want it. I guess it's a good thing, but it, I mean, for something well, that's very niche, I yeah. guess poetry's niche. I don't even know. I don't know if that's a. Well, I think that statement. our our jobs and there's a lot of intersectionality that happens with it, but like even just slam new, but it's 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 the venue's job to be a tastemaker and all those people who are interested just to give them a taste of what it is and then keep them coming back for more. <laughs> Why I write. The first time I penned a poem was the day after I spirited the remains of a blood-stained bedsheet out of the house and into the backyard. I knelt down, fingers fumbling, grasping, fistfuls of earth, laid my bundle in the basin, crudely carved out, covered all the care bears gently. I knew some part of me was dead, and it deserved a proper burial. Mm. I write, because mama said what happens in our house stays in our house, and my diary would have to tell my story oh. if I didn't survive. 48 hours, 300 poems, 72 women all praying that on the third day they will rise again. The point ain't the points. This is Pentecost. We come to pour out our spirits like drink offerings. We speak a heavenly language because
syllables can stitch a spirit back together, separate book from reality with surgical precision. We pray in poem because God answers in the ink. I write because this is my ministry, the only church I attend faithfully. The stage is the altar where I lay my burdens down. I write because I am only as sick as my secrets. I write because some, sometimes words are only the, the only weapon I have to fight with. December. My husband drove me back to that house. I knelt down in the dirt of a stranger's yard. You do not need permission to visit your own grave. Oh, manicure oh, whipping through roof. Recognize reclamation ain't pretty. I dug up the pieces of me he never had a right to take. Mud streaked across my cheeks. I filled the mason jar with the girl I left behind. I write because someone needs a roadmap back to the girl they left behind. I write. As poetry gets more popular, is it getting kind of like music in the sense people are really getting specific on the kind of poetry that they like? Like I know in music, it's getting every genre has a million subgenres. Right. Is poetry, is that happening with poetry? I mean, I'm uh, sure you could argue it. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm sure be, like there is like, I think people have like the conversations like there's this type of poem, right? Like there's a, a identity poem or there's like a, a, a funny you know yeah poem. a funny poem or uh, a love poem or uh, an erotic a political poem, poem. Yeah, exactly <laughs> the facebook a race poem <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> a step or a number poem where you're like one the number of kisses i will give you two you know what i mean like people yeah there is those uh, ideas and, and, gotta and there are some cliches out there in oh, the poetry yeah. world that you have as a writer you have to learn how to navigate okay. because uh you know, a lot of these people who are listening and, and you know, because it's slam sometimes, yeah. they don't know anything about poetry. Yeah, because they want to be unique, yeah. but they want to, like, make sense, <laughs> like, on yeah. stage. Well, and also, like, like Johnny mentioned earlier, like, some of these judges have no clue about anything that they're about <laughs> to listen to. And that day, they might say that that poem was really good. The next person that we have coming up to slay is Shatter. 
You do not bend. You are not born of a breed that is easily broken. Do not speak the language of surrender. Will be mastered by nothing. You guys do workshops to same new but do workshops uh we're working on uh bringing it back we used to uh okay. and i feel like that's part of uh our initiative okay uh within 2017 cool where we want to be cool we do teach in, yeah. in schools okay yeah. and we are in this in the in schools and like whatever whatever people need us to do we do okay. it like I would pretty say impressive. we also individually sort of mentor poets just on the spot you know there's it's i feel like it's our job to to as people who have made the team and people who are you know sort of like established people in the scene it's our job to like encourage them and to give give people pointers and and so it, i may not sit down and have a writing workshop but yeah. people are showing me their work all their time and mm. I'm, I'm giving feedback and contemporaries, but especially ancestors, have a name that brings the tongue to worship. Names that feel like ritual in your mouth. I don't want a name said without pause, muttered without intention. I am through with names that leave me unmoved. Names that leave the speaker's mouth unscathed. I want a name like fire, like rebellion, like my hand gripping masses with. I want a name from before the ship. A name Donald Trump might choke on. I want a name that catches you in the throat if you say it wrong. And if you're afraid to say it wrong, then I guess you should be. Yep. Wow! I'll say to Shango is the name you take when you are tired of burying your jewels under thick layers of soot and self-doubt. I'll say to the axe, Shango, the pickaxe, so that people must mine your soul just to get your attention. I want a name only the brave can say. A name that only fits right in the mouth of those who love me right, because only the brave can love me right. That's right. Hell yeah! Can I get a hell yeah? Hell yeah. Poetry is still an art form, and it's still part of culture. And in the culture of America, there are still things that we haven't worked out, and uh, like, and and we can see it right now with the political atmosphere that is around us today. So those very the things that are happening in America, 
shape how a performance goes because you know all everybody is going through the same thing so how they interpret it uh at that time that moment Hmm. all has an effect on what happens at that slam Hmm. relevancy and momentum and kind of right place right time and things like that and how the lighting is and a, a bad a bad poem could yeah. catch the right audience at the right time yeah he's like say the word it, like trump at the right time at the end of the day it's it's just a game it's a gamble yeah there's no guarantees and uh if you if you're going to be interested in slam i think that's the biggest thing you gotta realize like this is not real (laughs) this is not real this is not all that there is and uh people when people think of poetry and they think of that slam aspect you know a lot of people who are coming in now to the scene and and to the culture are are focused on slam or used to hearing this one type of poem but it's a or a stylistic a poem but there's so many branches in poetry that you can go into from be becoming a po uh, you know a touring poet and a just a, an established poet as your career and then teaching artists and teaching uh young people about poetry and the the spiritual aspects that come with it like uh there there is no good poem bad poem because it's all subjected but you can tell people who are connected with their work Mm. and the people who are connected with their work tend to do better you become a reader of audiences and you start realizing you might be lucky enough to make a mistake in the first round and get by and say i'm not going to make that mistake again they didn't like this kind of poem they're not enjoying this kind right we should switch it up sometimes we switch it drastically to the point where you're like dude i was going to read this really political poem and these people are in or sometimes you want to piss those people play. off. And you're like, I'm still going to read that poem and I might win. Like, On the opposite <laughs> side of the spectrum, in a, in a slam like this, where it's got the four-minute, one-minute, two-minute, three-minute rounds, a lot of times you'll have people who have one poem for each of those rounds and that's it. Okay. Like they have their one minute poem and that's that's all they got. Yeah, and yeah. hope that goes well. <laughs> you know, like the, true. Because <laughs> it's so it's so specific. Usually the three minute people have multiple options for. Just to someone that's never seen poetry, why they should come to Slam Nuba? If this is you, and you've never been to a poetry slam before, a poetry show, or more specifically, Slam Nuba, we cut heads. We cut heads. We cut heads. <laughs> then you want to be part of this visceral experience of love, laughter, language, and the ability to translate ideas in a community form fashion. I have more, but I forgot it. (laughs) (laughs) That is perfect. Yeah. That is perfect. Community, uh, uh, family, um, uh, creativity, art. Uh, um, um, for 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 a cheap like affordable <laughs> price, you know that's a real ass concern. Um, and I think that most importantly, um, it, it is a, a place where you can explore and cre- and create the identity that we all kind of seek to to mm-hmm. to create and achieve. All I can really give, I guess, is the reason I started coming, which is community. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, thanks cool. for having us. Cool. No doubt. Thanks awesome. for having us. Guys. Cool. Hell yeah. That was part one, introduction to Slam Nuba. 
You heard a few poems from her, but confidence ended up being the winner of Welps, the event described by our guests. She is fantastic. We'll see you next month. My name is Sean. Thank you so much for listening.